This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Happy Thursday, Brigade. What is going on? It is another episode of the Bostonian versus the book. Dave Sherapan wearing the glasses again and the Tennessee creamsicle for some odd reason. <laughs> what third. do you mean for some odd reason? What what was that? What, what why am I getting my ears blown off? Why are you destroying the audio to, to our our beautiful show right now? What are you I doing? Apologize. I apologize. The glasses are very dark. I think they didn't know I had the volume down. I'm sorry. <laughs> why are you wearing UT today? He's like, it's hard to see with these glasses on. <laughs> it is hard to see. Maybe you, you shouldn't have them on. I don't know. I, 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 I like it, bro. Let it ride. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're gonna keep them off for a couple minutes. Only because um I've been up since before the sun came up. I got a tip on a horse this morning <laughs> from a dear friend. We start. I thought we stopped this. We all agreed that we are not going to have any more conversations about you being a horse guy. This is the problem. So now you're a horse guy. I'm not a horse guy. But Listen in the chat, if you're all here, thank you for being here. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the like button. You guys know I'm not a horse guy. But when I get a guy who knows a horse guy who randomly hits me with this thing in the morning. He says, I got it. I got a horse. It's the first at aqueduct. You have listening glasses. I have tea time. Go ahead. I'm listening. Thank you. Go ahead. <laughs> I said, wow. Now I know how this is going to end. I don't even look at the entries. I don't look at nothing. I got a meeting this morning, a breakfast meeting, a friend of the show, Joe Rogers. Hey, he's in town from play up. He says, I'll come out near you. We go to my favorite place, the Omelette Cafe. Look at that. You know, shout out to Iggy. Are you Frankie. Norm yet? Wait, when you walk in, are you Norm? He couldn't believe it. Yeah, you I are. Okay. I just waitresses. I, yeah. Okay, you yeah, Norm. <laughs> That's what I thought. Everybody, <laughs> hello. They say, your man's sitting in a corner. Perfect. Okay, we sit down. We're having, I get the text. Joe, after breakfast, we got to go run down to the Fay. I got to play this horse. Now, I'm hoping secretly that I don't make the post time. I know the first at Aqueduct is usually at 10 o'clock Pacific. So I'm hoping I show up and the race is over and I don't have to bet it. And I congratulate him on winning and I don't have it. I walk in and Joe says to me, Dave, it's two minutes to post time. You better hurry up and bet. And I was like... Oh, God, I'm guessing it's it's a sign I'm supposed to be here. Wait, two minutes to post time Pacific time? Two minutes to post. We just walked in. You were in a book at 9.58 this morning? I was in a book at 9 o'clock, Matthew. I know, that's fine. The first post time is at like 9.20. Okay, you said 10. Okay, sorry. Okay, It's it's usually 10. Right now it's 10 a.m. I'm like, how the hell did you get back from Santa Fe Station to your house? In eight minutes. That's what I was asking. That's all okay. it takes. Literally, it's eight minutes away. It's, I, I'm at Santa Fe in eight minutes from my house. 
That's all it takes. Wow. Sometimes less. If there's no traffic, it's it, it can be faster if I go real fast. Unfortunately, I got to bet it now. So I don't even look. I do the thing that I did with the with the derby. I bet it across. I bet the exact the key. I bet the trifecta key. I'm spread thin. Six horses in a race. I got the six. I look up at the board. It's 30 to one. It's the long shot in the race. I said, this would be a dream. If this horse wins a race, Joe, we're going to dinner tonight on me. All of us. Uh, you can invite whoever you want. I know you got the corporate card, but I'll pay. The five horses, one to nine. One to nine. You cannot be a bigger horse favorite. I look up and the five is a gray horse. Uh oh. Joe says to me, Got the gray. Well, it's a good thing the five horse is a gray horse. My grandpa says the gray horses never win. I said, Joe, I think you have that reversed. The gray yeah. <laughs> always win. That's the, you flip, flip that. But okay, yeah. So Maybe his I'm grandpa like, wasn't a good horse guy. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, now the five horses is one to nine. This can't lose. I mean, this this will be it. But if this is one of those races where you get a tip from a guy who knows a guy, this is going to pay gigantic if the five horse doesn't hit the money. They're getting in the gate, and the six don't even want to get in the gate. I'm like, I'm dead. I could, I if I'm watching them get in the gate, I would have refunded all of my tickets. I know I got no shot. I'm like, oh boy, this is great. This is only going to cost me a hundred. Perfect. Oh, the race starts. The five, bat out of hell, right to the front. The six is right on his tail, and I'm going, we're dead. Joe goes, what do you mean? I said he's running too fast. I said, he's running way too fast. He's trying to keep up with that horse. First turn. I don't know if horses have a brake button or front brakes, anti-lock brakes. I swear the fucking horse stopped running. Just stopped. And I'm like, well, that was fun. I think the horse is still running. It's 40 minutes later, and I think he just crossed the finish line right now. The five won like secretariat. <laughs> One by a hundred lengths. So you trust this person who caused this? Dear friend of mine. His name's Les. And Les is a horse show right now. And Les is a horse guy. Les is an everything guy. Huh? Les is Les is a guy. Well, a 30 to one long shot up against a one to nine favor in a six horse field in the first race at Aqueduct. Seems to be a little bit of a long shot to hit. <laughs> Yeah, but these are those these are those things that hit sometimes. Okay, you don't fair. ask why. Right, you just fair. do it. So I'm stuck a hundred. Yeah, he said whatever. next time he comes to town, he's gonna buy dinner. Right. I believe him. Yeah. So uh that's how we started our day today. That's the, the best thing about today. Yeah, is I'm you're stuck in the red. We're starting the day in the red. So yeah. now it's to try to get the get back into the black. Yeah, so I had the glasses on to hide. Ah, you so know, like a like a horse guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, the horse guys come up to the window with the glass. You don't yell at the screen, do you? Yell at the screen? Yeah. That's a rookie move. Who yells okay. at the screen? All right. Just making sure. You don't like roll up the whole like little piece of paper and like slap it in your hands and do the whole like go, 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 go thing. No, it's fun to watch those guys. Though. They do that every day. <laughs> Drive me absolutely nuts. You should have seen a guy behind me. I, I, I beat him into the line. He's got the form. It's all marked up. He's got the paper curled up in his hand. I said, oh, this guy's going to be pissed. If he, if I shut this guy out, he's going to fight me. Oh, because he, you're because he, he's too late to get in. He's behind me, but okay. he waited 
I mean, the post time, the, the, the book opens at eight. You can bet the race anytime you want, but you have right. to bet it right at post. So I got in there. At least I, I gave a tip to the, the, the very nice woman who wrote my tickets. I gave her a two across on the six. And she's like, oh, thanks. Nobody does that. If you if you ever want to make favor with the writers, if you ever go to just leave a two dollar win ticket or something for the writers, because if it wins, then they they make a score. But I left her four bucks. You know, I gave her ten dollars, two across is six dollars. I said, keep the change in case it doesn't win. So she got four dollars. I'm stuck uh, one ten for the day. So we got to find some winners today. I know you got it on the rundown. We got some lists. That's right. Here we go. <laughs> Please. Ben Stevens is joining us from SportsGrid in 10 minutes. He just texted me. He said, everything's good. All right. So unexpected 20-minute story from Chairpan. So that's so we had some things we we're going to get to before, Ben. 20-minute story. Seven minutes. We started at 10-10. It's 10-19 at the moment. So it's yes. nine minutes. All right. Over. Sorry. <laughs> Maryland, welcome to sports betting, boys and girls. You have an official launch date on the 23rd of next week of November. Maryland will have mobile sports betting. Five books go live, and then three others will go live later in right. the month. We talked a little bit about it yesterday, but you guys do have a launch date. The time of it, we don't know as of yet, but before Thanksgiving, before Christmas, before New Year's, before the Super Bowl, obviously, NFL playoffs, and before we get into anything really with the playoffs in the NFL. So Maryland will be interesting. Do you think... Like what is when a state goes legal now, Jay Dal Betts is all excited today. He lives in Maryland. He's been tweet, he's been tweeting all day today. So yeah. he's fired up. He is fired. Jay Dow's fired up every day, but he's especially fired up today. It matters for people in the state. I feel like it doesn't matter nearly as much as it used to. Oh, when a state, when a state goes legal. Like yeah, it's no, totally like a localized story now. 100% agree. And I mean, the irony of it is doing it now. Right, right during football season, the World Cup is coming up. There's going to be a lot of headaches, no matter how smooth you do it. The way they're doing it is kind of Maryland's not rushing by any means. There's been people with licenses two ready years. to go in Maryland for two years. Two years, and they've been really slow. So hopefully, they've got enough people in place that know when the hiccups come, what to do to fix them quickly. And apps don't crash. Mm. Money transfers become as smooth as possible in and out. You can't, you can't make people wait for their money when they want it. That's bad. When you take the money in quickly, but you don't pay it out so quickly, it's a bad look for the industry, period, let alone the specific state. Um, the ease of using the promotional money. Now, the story is not that it's only going live i can't wait to see how they treat the promotions because if you haven't learned anything from other states just giving away all the money is not conducive to getting good customers you get customers you mm -hmm. you inflate the numbers but it's not sustaining so i'm interested to see to see that aspect of it and we have brigade members that are like jay dow in maryland so we'll get on the ground reports. What's the email address that these Ask people can shoot the videos? BVB at gmail.com. Shoot yourself either in a book or making a bet. Your first bet. Your yeah, first your first bet. bet. Yeah. You know, with that, we can see if we can, you know, if you Throw do it, it fun. Yeah. 
we maybe get you on the show. I would love to see the books, though. I would love to see what the physical locations do look like. And what the apps like when you're signing up for the app is it all it's all mobile sign up, right? In Maryland, I haven't looked actually. I don't know the answer to that. I mean, you can do both. You can always sign up at a book, whether it's people, you know, outside services using people to sign them up and then or do it mobile, do it for yeah, some mobile. states went mobile first before physical. True. And some states no. realize that you never need a physical. Yeah. You never need a you, I, no. I mean, I've I've said this for years. We did it at CG. We had a physical location, and I kept telling them, you only need this one. You need one physical location, the perfect physical location, to give the people the in-the-book experience. I don't think you need to keep building brick and mortars all over the place if you have the mobile. If you want to take bets, you need it on the mobile. 100%. Totally agree. So the Browns and the Bills is everyone's talking point today. Because there's going to be up to six feet of snow on the ground at kickoff in Buffalo. Are you doing a meteorologist thing right now? Should I put? It's not really a meteorologist thing. I talked to meteorologists to see what they think on it, but it's just this is the red flag warning game of the weekend. Be real careful about one very big important piece of this game. What is that? Your house rules. Because you might think that you're sitting pretty with a under bet. And if this game gets moved, like it was moved back in, I believe, 2014 was the last time a game got moved. Oh, I remember the day when they moved the game in San Diego because of the fires. No, it was Buffalo. It was the last time a Buffalo game got moved was 2014, I believe. Oh, I don't know. Because uh, of weather. They moved. They, oh, they, they moved it to Minnesota. I think so. Yeah. Right. To a dome. To a dome. Yeah. They moved to a dome because they couldn't play it because of the weather. And then the, then the snow came in on the Minnesota, right? They, then they, that was a game they moved. Oh, no, they moved the Minnesota game because of the dome coming down. I can't remember. Oh, I'll never forget when they the moved the game the in San Diego because yeah. of the fires. fires. Yeah, I mean, moving games voids tickets. Back. Just oh. check it out, guys, because a lot of people, if you made a bet already, be careful. Just hold off until the NFL says whether or not the game's going to be played or not. You might be like, oh, I'm golden. I got a under 47 ticket right now. This game's at 41. I'm good. No. Uh-uh. That thing gets ripped up if it gets moved. Not so, ripped up. Not ripped. Don't rip your tickets up. It's well, a no, refund. It's a refund. refund. I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it, it's a refund. The ticket's not valid to be won. So you have to rebet it. And when it goes to the dome, this number is going to be 51. It's going to shoot. The second this game goes to a dome stadium, we're going to see a very high total between these two teams with the Browns and the Bills. So the under, but here's the thing. I want the game to be played in Buffalo because the weather, the game to watch, and we'll talk to Ben Stevens about this coming up, is the Buffalo Bulls game, not the Buffalo Bills game. The Mac game, that game on Saturday will be played in the middle of all of the snow. Ben is a big 10 guy. Yeah, I so don't know if he's going to have much to weigh in on the Mac Buffalo. Fine, he able to talk college football. I mean, Buffalo Bulls game weather. Or did I ask how you handle it? Because it's going to be snowing. Thunder snow is so fun. If you've never seen thunder snow, oh, thunder snow is awesome. Oh, oh, <laughs> it is, not awesome. It Who's it? Awesome. I'm getting cold just talking about thunder snow. Is, thunder snow is phenomenal. I love thunder snow. I don't like snow on the ground, but when it's coming down like that and it's like rain, but it's snow, really fun. Two inches an hour. You watch the thing literally stack up. Oh, it's awesome. It's really fun, fun. for it's, who? It's fun outside, run around, go sledding. I love it. Snow coming down is the best thing ever. Snow on the ground sucks. It's horrible, but snow, snow coming, coming down, down. I love snow. Yeah, I love when when it's falling. There's nothing prettier than snow coming down. I love when on it's TV. Snow. It's great when no, you're I love there being outside. And you go, I, I I absolutely love it. I hate snow on the ground. 
that's that's a pain in the ass. But it falling is really cool. So the game between it's, it's Buffalo's game on Saturday. The total's like 45 and a half. Total hasn't moved. So everyone's focused on the NFL game and that total is crashing. No one's talking about the Mac game. So the Mac game is the real, that's when the snow is going to be really falling on Saturday, not on Sunday. On Sunday, it's going to be windy, 15 miles per hour, but it's not going to snow all that much. Everything's going to be on the, on the ground already and they can just plow it out and away we go. So oh let this thing keep going down, down, down. I'll love the over. Give me the over 41, 41 and a half for the, for the Bills and the Browns. Jay Dow bets. I got to give him a shout out because he tweeted something last night while I was on the air on sports grid, right? About the weather in the central Michigan game. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> you want to talk about the snow on the ground. They couldn't, I, I turned it on my TV and I was like, I can't even see the players on the TV. The total <laughs> hadn't moved yet in game. It was seven, seven. It was 45 and a half. So I dumped kind of all in. I mean, not coming out of retirement uncomfortable okay. amount of money bet, but I was like, I got to play this. And it doesn't always mean it comes in, but there was no more score until late in the fourth quarter. It was beautiful. So um, shout out to him. Hat tip. Thank you, sir. The brigade. Thanks you. Anyone else that was following you. That was a good bet. Might be a good bet Saturday. Um, you know, and Benjamin will be here to talk about all things big 10. Benjamin. Oh, we're going Benjamin. Well, official? I mean, he's very David formal. And, he's a, Syracuse, he's a yeah. Syracuse grad. Yeah, he might course. give you a Matthew. Of I don't course. know. I mean, of course. BSS. Who's not a Syracuse his grad? Nickname. Can we make fun of them for losing to a crap basketball team? No, I told him he could come on the show and we would not discuss Syracuse basketball uh, losing on. to Colgate. It was a rough day. <laughs> I told him, please come on. We'll talk all pretty much. You know, I just like you. I just, I just like Connecticut, but you know, Newhouse grads aren't that far behind though. I mean, it's sort of like, you know, I don't know if go. he really knows what he's bargained for here with all this. I, I don't know. <laughs> you know, here we are. One of our brigade members is in Connecticut. He said he was going to go outside and take a leak on the sign on a sign for me. He said, he wasn't driving so fast on 90 on 95. He was going to go ahead and do it for me. I said, I got, I got that covered at Christmas time. We got, got hold on, hold on, hold on. Time out. We got guys peeing on signs for us now. He, he was on. He was took a picture of the sign of "Welcome to Connecticut" and said, "I'm in your favorite state." And I said, "Hi." And he goes, "If I wasn't going so fast, I would have pulled over and take, took a leak on the sign for you." <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Thank you." Okay, I okay. appreciate that. I go. I, I'll t- I'll take care of that myself coming up in in December when I'm back in New England. Right. I'll take okay. care of that. I'll, All right, I'll, I'll, I'll head on down to the Nutmeg State. Man, oh man. Bad name for a state. Let's get our friend Ben Stevens of Sports Grid up here ready? on BVB. Let's talk some pigs. Well, brass pigs. Floyd of Rosedale, Iowa, Minnesota. Ben, oh, my God. Welcome to the BVB, my friend. How are you? You guys think I can't hear you behind know, the scenes? You don't you think, unlike Dave Sherapan, that I check in early to make sure technology is oh. all good and that the internet connection is all good, and I can't hear you guys slightly slandering my alma mater, the school that raised me, the reason I am here right now. You don't think I can hear you, Peralt, say 80-68 to 68 Colgate beat Syracuse for a second straight year? You don't think I know all of these things? And as Dave Sherapan texted me on Tuesday night when this is all happening, I agree with it. There is a reason that Syracuse basketball has lagged behind for the past five years and it's the same reason Syracuse basketball has any national prominence in the same reasoning it's Jim Beheim. listen a legendary career an icon of the sport he needs to retire he needed to retire three to five years ago 
Buddy's not there. Jimmy's not there. Jim, you got nothing left to give, my man. You're trying to play man-to-man defense. That is the sign of the end. Let it go, and Syracuse basketball can move forward because Colgate makes us look terrible. I did not brush my teeth, though, on Tuesday in solidarity with my alma mater. That's the way you come into the show right there, boys and girls. <laughs> He's at Ben Scott Stevens. You can find him on the morning after. Where else can people find you, Ben? You're all you're, you're just doing that. But like, what are you doing on Saturday mornings when you get all gussied up with uh, with K-Dub and, yeah. and Lisi and stuff? Tell people a little bit about the show on Saturday. That is the pride and joy of what I do, Dave Sherapan. It is college football today, each and every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern time on Sports Grid. We bring you up until noon Eastern time when games kick in college football. College football is my prime. College football is my passion. College football is where I think to a certain degree I have the highest level of expertise. I love college football more than anything in this world. It is by far my favorite sport. So working on college football today with OK Dubs and Joe Lisi is the absolute joy of my week each and every week. All right. So let's get into the Iowa and Minnesota game here a little bit. Please. Your tweet is what sparked our interest to bring you on. <laughs> so I made the prediction when Iowa went into the bye that Iowa, because I call Kirk Ferentz eight and four Ferentz. And I said, they're going to run the table. Very And they're going to go eight and four because that's what they do every single time. So since I made that projection, Iowa has not lost. Iowa Correct. has been dogs and Iowa has won games. Iowa now is a two and a half or three point underdog on the road at Minnesota mm-hmm. to take on what is a team that has been scoring a lot, but an Iowa defense that does not give up really any points. The total of this game could be historically low. Mm -hmm. The weather is going to be cold Mm -hmm. offense for Minnesota defense for Iowa, which Mm -hmm. is the better unit and who wins on Saturday. The better unit is Iowa's defense. Iowa's defense is one of the best units in all of college football, ranked in the top five in rushing defense, ranked in the top 10 in passing defense, ranked in the top five in scoring and total defense as well. But Minnesota also up there for the five best scoring defenses in all of college football out of the Big Ten. Michigan, Illinois, Minnesota, Iowa, the second best scoring defense in the country Mm. is Georgia. Don't forget about the dogs either. I think Iowa's defense is better than Minnesota's offense. We still are not entirely sure what we will see at that quarterback spot, but Minnesota has, in my opinion, the best running back in the Big Ten Conference, at least based on sustainability throughout his career. That would be Muhammad Ibrahim. He has 18 straight games now of at least 100 yards. He is one of two running backs in all of college football that can say that this year, along with Dwayne McBride, who plays LSU in the Bayou on Saturday. Just a pro tip. Whatever his rushing yards prop is, we will bet the over because we haven't had a lot of props on Dwayne McBride all season long. All right, back to the Big Ten. Minnesota is really good offensively in what they want to do in terms of running the football. That is the predication of everything they do offensively. But Iowa's defensive unit is better at stopping what Minnesota does best as opposed to Minnesota's rush defense in stopping what Iowa wants to do. There's a reason the total is 32 and a half. I do truly believe outside of the comic nature and the historic nature and the principal nature of betting the under that we are going to lead to an under because it's a rock in a hard place. It's like driving into a brick wall. It is very difficult to put up points. 17-14 by all standards of this football game would be a high scoring (laughs) affair. I just think Iowa right now, Matt, as you alluded to, 
is trending in a more positive direction, specifically offensively, to win this football game as mm. the slight underdogs on mm. the road in the Twin Cities. I think Iowa wins. It's going Ooh. to be a close game, as that two-and-a-half-point spread would indicate. And I think Iowa's best is just slightly better than Minnesota's. Wow. Okay. And under. Um, of course. Ben, we've talked about this uh, Big Ten West here on the show. Mm. You and I visit every Monday morning mm. uh, on the Spiz Grizz, as we like to refer to it. Indeed. Uh, SG Sports Grid. That's the nickname, Peralt. That's that's a little bit behind the scenes. But who in the hell is going to win this Big Ten West? Is it going to be Iowa? I just told you. He already told you. You think Nebraska is beating Iowa? If Minnesota beats Minnesota, they're going to the Big Ten title game. It's done. Even if they lose to Nebraska next week? No, no. they're not losing to Nebraska. That's the point. What if they do? They're not losing to Nebraska. Ben, Give me a break. Can Iowa lose to Nebraska next week? No. <laughs> Thank Simple? You. Yes, no. no. Simple. No. Listen, Nebraska is in a very, very difficult place. I will be in Omaha on Saturday night. Flight tracker season for the Huskers. They will track my flight into Omaha. Simply Whoa. put, it's for a friend's wedding on on Sunday. One of my dearest friends from my time there. Where? Where in Omaha, Matt? Yeah. It is at the Lucille Room in downtown. The okay. old market in the old market where I used to live. So I'm very excited for that. But See, yes, that is where you know my background, be. Ben, right? You're an Iowa guy, correct? No. What? No, 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 no. Oh boy, here we go. Uh oh. Finish. Go ahead. Tell him. Tell him. He's a Nebraska guy. I mean, it's Bostonian versus the book. I'm already. Yeah, but he lived in Nebraska for five years, dude. Oh shit. Where? Omaha. Five years. Old market lofts. You live in the old market lofts. Oh man, I live in the old market lofts. That was my apartment building for my two years. Everyone lived there. Everyone who lived in Omaha lived in the old market lofts. This is unfucking believable. <laughs> I love that. It's unbelievable. Oh, there's a picture. You guys were probably well. You weren't neighbors because Ben. There's was a picture, young. Ben, of the old market lofts, New Year's Eve, 2014. Wow. Huge picture framed in my house. Heck yeah, I'm all. About I love that. Omaha. Omaha. I, love I I I was the Creighton basketball pre and post game show host. Oh. I did afternoon drive on Big Sports 590. Dane Altman, Greg McDermott. I then ran the rival site for Creighton for seven years. Lived in Omaha, but lived in Des Moines for two. Was in Boston, was flying back and forth. I've been covering Creighton basketball since 2004. So this there is, we go. This is news to me, bro. <laughs> Here I am coming on Bostonian in the book. Yeah, I'm everybody. Everyone, I, I'm Blue Jays in the book. Omaha I'm born the there, book. but Omaha is such, I love my, the best man in my wedding was from Omaha. Like my, all my really close friends are from Omaha. Old market lofts are phenomenal. Oh, dad, you're going to freeze your ass off, but it's, yeah, Hey, it's, yeah. it's November. It's who gets married in the week of Thanksgiving though. That's interesting. One What's of my dearest friends. Listen, we will not slander Michael Snow on this show. He was one <laughs> of my slandering. dearest I mean, friends in question, the world. Because is, is he a Husker fan? He is. That's why the wedding's on Sunday. But but <laughs> football season is like you're just not supposed to do this. Like people know this. One, it's Thanksgiving, and two, it's Omaha. It's Nebraska football. Like, what are you? I mean, Creighton basketball plays tonight. Like, what are we doing? Okay. No comment out of me about the timing of this wedding. It actually works out relatively well, though, because I fly out after our college football today show okay. on Saturday morning. I'll get to Omaha Saturday night all the wedding festivities on Sunday where I think we'll be able to watch some of the NFL games. But of course my focus is more on college football and then 
Thanksgiving is the biggest holiday in the Stevens household. We host every year. So I always go home for Thanksgiving. So it's kind of like cutting my trip in half. I fly to Omaha. Then I fly back to LA on Monday. I'm in LA for a couple of days until Friday, fly back on Black Friday to New Jersey, where I'll host the show for the final Saturday of the college football season. Oh my goodness. So this how do you guys handle the fact that the games on Friday are pretty significant to the Saturday? Because Dave and I are doing the same problem because we do a radio show in Iowa and like it airs on Friday night and like Thursdays when we tape it and we got Thanksgiving. And so it's like how to uh oh black screen. What happened? We lost Ben. Oh, wait, back. hold on. Come back. Hey, there back. he is. Oh, oh he's back. Lost you guys for a second. Oh, we're back. That's okay. So, so what, what do you guys do? Because the game's on. Do you recap on Saturday morning? The game's on Friday? I'm sure we'll recap with the odds implications of what happened, right? Based on what it all means for conference championships, potentially Oregon and Oregon State. If the Ducks win this weekend against Utah, they would need that solidified game against right now the 23rd ranked Beavs to have that second and final spot in the Pac-12 championship game. Mm. So probably from that perspective, what it all means from the odds, not so much game recaps per se, because we're still a tailgate pregame type show, mm-hmm. but then how does it play over to the odds and what it will all say for what's at stake that Saturday. And of course the following Saturday, the first one in December for conference championship weekend. All right. My turn. Yep. You ever been to a Creighton basketball game? More than you can count. Dave. Sheridan. Is it fun? Oh my God. One what? of the greatest, one of the greatest sporting events I've ever been to. And I told you, I was enough. Uh, thankfully, I was, you know, honored enough or was able to cover that basketball game was New what Year's what year? Eve 2016, New Year's Eve day 2016, a top 10 matchup between number one Villanova and number 10 Creighton. It was 18,000 people. The what is it now? I think it's the CHI Tri Center. Center. Yeah, Tri yeah, Center. Yeah. Used to, used to be called it, the Quest Center. Right, right. And then the CenturyLink Center, when I was there, we used to call it the Correct. Link because it was the CenturyLink yep. Center. It was beautiful. Uh, <laughs> yep. One of the better venues, I think, in college basketball. You look at some of the more historic ones, like Fog, like Cameron. Of course, it's all compact. It's less than 10,000 fans. The CenturyLink Center, the Sci Health, CHI Health Center now, whatever it is, is close to 18,000 fans in capacity. And it filled out that day for the top 10 matchup between number one Villanova and number 10 crate. It was a great game. I think decided oh. by eight points or something like that. It was phenomenal. And where we were able to be right there on the floor, of course, you know, when you're lo- working in local sports, you're filming the game yourself, you're shooting right. it, you bring it back, you edit it. But I was right there in the mix of it all. It was one of the better sporting events I've ever covered. One of the better sporting events I've ever oh, just been God. a part of. And I love that excitement at all times. So it was awesome. <laughs> What's Sorry. it take me to go and we're going to go to a game and, and Creighton and cold and, <laughs> February or some shit he's planning some stuff. I can't believe you just checked that box off. So now if you say it, I got to believe him. I told I mean, you. Yeah, we, we do a Creighton basketball thing almost every time they play now. He's on the Today. He's doing hey, listen, kind of shit. I jumped in before the season got underway. What do you got? One ticket on CU. 25? 25 to one, yeah. yeah that's man, what they that's had on 30. FanDuel. Casale yeah, has 80. Yeah, he's 100. Casale's got 100 to one. He's got crap. Yeah, so all right, you're going to California after mm-hmm. you, you go to the wedding and stuff. There's a big game in your old stomping grounds area. USC's playing UCLA, Pac-12. Mm-hmm. It's a you know, it's a great venue. You talk about big sporting events oh, and the Rose Bowl and all this other stuff. What do you think about this game, Ben? Um, USC's minus two and a half. The total's mm-hmm. absurd. I mean, forget mm-hmm. about speed limit game. Yeah. It's in the it's it's 76 and a half this morning. Correct. What do you think? So the line is working in USC's favor. 
This line in the summer, because we host football full circle on the Sports Grid Radio Network with Joe Lisi as well, when there's not much to talk about in the months of June and July, and they give you a couple of the marquee games in college football, this line was three and a half in right. favor of UCLA, the projection for the year and maybe yeah. home field advantage at the Rose Bowl, although it's Los Angeles for both of these teams. It's now one and a half early this week, now two and a half in favor of the Trojans. The total, by the way, makes sense to me. I'm not sure I would bet the over, but the total makes sense because it's the third game now for both SC and UCLA that has been booked in the 70s this year. USC has played six straight overs, by the way. Both teams, seven of their 10 games hitting an over so far. I think, though, based on not only the number because of how short it is and what it will mean for the overall outcome, the biggest matchup, in my opinion, was the same way I felt about this game week two. Ooh. Same way I felt about this game week six. Same way I felt about this game week 10. Oh. Certainly the same way I feel about it here on the second to last Saturday. Can USC stop the run? That is no. what UCLA is going to do. They are the eighth best rushing offense in the country. They average over 240 yards on the ground. And Zach Charbonnet, the running back for UCLA, is on an absolute tear in the last month. Over oh. 150 yards in each and every game, including in their toughest competition. He had a buck 98 in the Rose Bowl against a Utah team that I think is much more physical up front than this USC team. Any question that USC has had this year based on actually being competitive in these notable football games is on the defensive side of the football. Caleb Williams is going to score. We know he is going to lead that offense. A small wrinkle though, Travis Dye out for at least this game, potentially the remainder of the season. Austin Jones, the backup running back now is the lead back for the Trojans. It's can USC limit UCLA. In my estimation, I haven't seen the Trojans do any of that this Never. year. They're giving no. up a buck 41 and a half on the ground. If there was a matchup advantage, it is UCLA running the football. And the number is so short, I think it's going to be a game that is won outright, not really dealing with the one and a half or two and a half point spread. I'd have to look to UCLA, who has been mm. a dog twice okay. at home this year in the Rose Bowl and Pac-12 play, both of those spreads. Two and a half points against Washington on a Friday night and against Utah the following weekend on a Saturday. And they won both of those games outright. If USC slows down the run and slowing down the run can mean keeping the Bruins to 28 or 31 points based on how good that offense is. And it allows them to score 35 or 38 points. Kudos to the Trojans. I just not have I have not seen that this year from Alex Grinch, the defensive coordinator under Lincoln Riley, didn't back to their days at OU. Until I do, I think UCLA has that matchup advantage and probably the right side. Ben, we get here on this. Uh, where are you on TCU? The Ozmakers continued to doubt them last week yep. against Texas. Yep. Now here against Baylor on the road. They're a small favorite here. They're 10 and 0. Mm-hmm. Do they go to 11 and 0? Or mm-hmm. could Baylor be the ones that kind of brings these horn frogs back down to earth? Matt, I'm glad you bring up the odds makers, right? Because last week they booked TCU as a seven and a half point underdog on the road. Are you starting some in shit Austin? Now? You sound like you're starting some shit now. Well, well you're not. You're, you're a former odds maker. You're well, I know, but these are my friends. Go ahead. Right. You're, well, now you're conciliary. That's right. You know? That's fine. I'm just I'm listen. I'm not calling out odds makers. It's everybody in the marketplace. It's still people in sports media that maybe cover or do not cover college football all that much. Oh, Stephen A. Smith. Anyway, I hope. <laughs> So, wow, we're dropping everybody, names. in my oh. opinion, has undervalued TCU all year long. The Horn Frogs have been overlooked by the odds. Yes. The seven and a half point dog last week on the road 
against this Texas team that some would say, hey, they got the most talent on their roster in the Big 12. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, Last week on College Football Today, each and every segment to end out our number two, we have a go for the loop. A two-to-one money dog or higher in terms of their price on that money line. I had TCU plus 250 on the money line. Simple reason. Undervalued in the market. This was a preseason projection of what Texas could be and a continue overlooking of the Horned Frogs based on the odds. TCU wins a football game they haven't won all year. A defensive struggle, limiting Texas, shutting out the Longhorns for a good majority of that football game, and the defense stepped up, only allowing three points. Yes, Texas ended up scoring 10, but the defense only gave up three. What a testament to this Horn Frogs team, right? Now they're going to take on a Baylor team that lost last week at home in Waco, by the way, yes. as a two-and-a-half-point favorite against Kansas State and their backup quarterback in Will Howard. Okay, yes. finally, TCU probably booked as a touchdown favorite even on the road in this big spot. Nope. Only laying two-and-a-half on the road against the Baylor Bears. Crazy. Mark my words here very co- closely. Well, TCU please. is going to score at least 38 points against Baylor. They mm-hmm. are going to easily cover a two and a half point spread. Ooh. The total of 57 and a half is going to go over and TCU will improve to a perfect 11 and 0 remaining one of the four unbeaten teams at the FBS level in college football. And by the way, when they cover that two and a half point spread, the Horn Frogs will be nine, one and one against the number, the best cover point. team in all of college football. Cover time. So I don't think it's a trap spot for the Horn Frogs to make that long answer very soon. Ben, good stuff, my friend. Travel safe to Omaha. Enjoy the wedding. Enjoy the games. We appreciate you coming on. We'll do it again soon when we get this final four set for college football playoffs. We'll have you back on. Matt, I'll I'll send you some pictures of the Omaha skyline so you can feel all good. Old market lofts. Take a picture of that. We'll reminisce together. Good stuff, man. That's Ben Stevens at Ben Scott Stevens on Twitter from Sports Grid joining us here on the Bostonian versus the book. Good stuff with him on that. How about that? He brings it, huh? He brings it. It's beautiful. Love it. Gracious. See, no one knows about my history, you know? No one knows about all the places I've been. They just think I'm from Boston. It's hilarious. And then they go, wait, what? You were where? You guys (laughs) lived in the same place. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just I, I cannot tell you how many people I've met people that I've lived across the street from that I didn't even know living in Des Moines the same time as them. And, you know, it's all it's all interesting. You know, the world is such a fun place. People, all of our stories just interwoven in some ways. And you're like, wait, I was there. You were there. I was there. Wow. We're there at the same time. That's pretty cool. I remember that game. I was watching that game on New Year's Eve between Creighton and Villanova. So. We'll see what someone Jay's in doing. the chat. Who was it? Thank you. Uh, whoever posted it in the chat. Let me see if I can find it. 80 to 70, Villanova won that game. Hell someone yeah. What is that hat you are wearing? This is a Texas Rangers old school logo. Um it's like a cloud. I know it's I know it's a it's a cowboy hat, but it looks like yeah, a cloud. Yeah, you can see it. Yeah. There you go. Cowboy hat. There. It looks like rain coming down. Oh, it's baseball yeah. stitches. <laughs> coming yeah, it's in. only Texas stuff I had. So oh, all right. uh Packers three and a half against the Titans tonight. The total is 41 and a half. How are we feeling Packers. tonight? Uh that's why I had the Tennessee hat on before. Tennessee. Because I don't have the Tennessee Titans hat, but I got Tennessee. You got the Titans hat on. Um, I don't know. I really don't know. Uh, do you feel strongly about this game? You do. Is it yep. better to book it? Yep. You're taking the points. See you coming a mile away. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. I'm taking the fist. I don't even know even how to react to that statement. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Tennessee is a fist. 
Really? Yeah, they're coming to they're gonna smack Green Bay tonight. Taking the more physical football team. Okay. Green Bay, Green Let's Bay got stick to that in the future, just because we're never gonna get off late night if you go, I'm taking the fist. <laughs> I mean, just use your mind, use your imagination. I didn't say taking the fist. I you said, said I'm taking the fist. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Exactly what you said. <laughs> so that is my uh I am 100 percent backing the stronger football team, the, the more physical football team tonight. Mike Vrabel yeah. is tremendous in primetime against the number. I think that we're going to see stream a, is glitching boys. We're trying our best fellas. I know yeah, it's fair know, as it, it, we, we don't know what's going on with Ferris, on. It's, it's, doing what he can to keep it alive. Yeah, Shut last, everything else down behind the scenes with your computer. And we'll try to stay on. We know we got guys driving. Addison is driving, listening to us right now. Appreciate good. that. I mean, Thank I you. hope he's not watching. Just no, listen. Addison, just listen yeah. Put it in the yeah. ox and, and, and just listen. So we'll do more on, on better to book it. Any feeling on the total at 41 and a half? Under, I don't know. I like it's a the running type game. It's yeah. just going to look a lot like Tennessee did against Denver, and in my the, opinion. and the Chiefs, and the Chiefs. Just the, but I mean, we're getting to the point where I mean, it's low, forty-one and a half. Under, I don't want to. I don't want to bet over. It's under or nothing. Yeah, I, I'm not going to touch this total. I'm this game to me would scream a same game teaser, but I'm just going to stay away from the totals in this game. I just I, I, I'm I'm not feeling teasing or touching totals. I think it's difficult to figure out right now. I rather I'm more comfortable just taking a side, right, and wondering how the game is going to go versus just who I think is going to win the game, whether it be low scoring or high scoring. I lean under two. It's prime time. It's running games. I, I agree. I think that that's going to be the case, but I'm take I'm just going to move stay away from that. <laughs> I'm getting I'm getting a text from the horse guy that gave me the horse. He's mad. No, he said I'm sending you another one as a makeup. <laughs> I'm not going to bet it. Yeah. Don't send me no more shit. I'm not a horse guy. You already so, buried. I'm not, I'm good. Tom Brady this morning, the teaser dropped for 80 for Brady. Have you seen this? No. Okay. This is a horrific movie involving a bunch of old women who are actors who are doing a movie called 80 for Brady and the fact that they go to the Super Bowl when the Patriots played against the Falcons and it's a legitimate full-blown movie. It's a I, Patriot fans are going to go just because Tom's in a Patriot uniform during the movie. So they're going to go just to see Tom again in a Patriot uniform. But it's, I can't believe they made a movie called 80 for Brady, but they did. But Brady brings this thing. I have no idea. But Brady brings ratings because when Tom Brady Does and the he? Buccaneers, Tom Brady and the Buccaneers went to Germany the highest watched game of an international game so far since they've been going over there. Fan fanatics reported a record for in uh, store shopping in Germany for a single game of any of the international games. More German people came and bought stuff, jerseys and hats and everything else for that game than they've ever seen anywhere else. All the London games, all the, you know, the games in Mexico, the most watched, attended, and bought for stuff for merch happened on Sunday in Germany. For real? Yep, for real. Wow. Guess who the NFL is going to go do a lot more games in? <laughs> what country? They're going back to Germany. So. Well, it makes sense that they do the four-team division over there. I mean, they're just they're getting everything that they need right now. You know, they're getting all of the data that they need about whether or not a European league would make sense. And right. the NFL might go to a five to five, you know, I don't know what you do, 
You have four, you have six divisions in two conferences. Like, what do you do? You can't have an odd number of divisions. Mm. Like, like, so I don't understand what they would do. Like you would, what would you add two teams like the AFC and NFC East? Just say, okay, you know, two teams in England, two teams in Germany. And Mm. that's, that's your division, but they want to do it. They're trying to figure out how to do it. And all of the signs are put a team here. You're going to make a ton of money. But you're going to put four teams there. You have to. You can't do one. It doesn't work. You got to go because it's going to be like going. The thing about it is, and this is just, you know, Germany is a little bit farther, mm. obviously, than, than the UK. But a flight from Boston to L.A. is the same flight from Boston to London. It's the same distance. Six hours. Huh. So so four different countries. Well, three. You, you, you put a team in Spain. You put a team in no. England. You put a team in Germany, and you put a team in well, they, France. I mean, Mexico, won, Mexico City, where they're playing on Sunday or Monday night, rather, they want a team in Mexico City. So there's a chance you could do that. But I, for European, you got to put four teams in the European. You can put two in the UK, one in Germany, and one if you want Spain or somebody else like that. But yeah, but you you need four teams. So they have to play each other. They have to have the travel. That's not going to be all international the way that it will be, but it's, <laughs> what? Uh, what are you laughing at? The people in the chat want the horse pick. So my man, you got the horse pick. You're Give watching the show. Oh. Give the people what they want in the chat, Put it in the chat. I'm doing go. the show. I'm not going to go bet it, but put it in the chat. I told you you're going to be famous someday. Well, man, my man, Chet, Les, I don't even know what to call him. He got six code names. Ah. So, but he's a horse guy. He wants to give you the pick. Give the BVB brigade the pick. Put it in the chat. (laughs) Please. Kyler Murray might be playing in Mexico City. The number is eight and a half. We sent a Cardinals. What the hell is going on in this game? Cardinals 49ers game to Mexico. What's wrong with that? That's perfect. What are you talking about? I hate this. Don't send divisional games to foreign countries. I hate They'll this. Pack the house. They'll they could get a hundred and fifty thousand people there. The the Niners are a brand. True. One. Yep. But um, I'm saying the game itself. I, mean, I, I get why people are going to go. Absolutely, people are going to want to go. There's tons of Cardinal fans in Mexico. It's the closest team to Mexico, but. I just don't, I don't like sending divisional games out of the country. That bothers me. <laughs> Why it messes up the integrity of the, of the schedule. Why does it bother I, you? I mean, send non-divisional games, like send the Cardinals versus the, versus the giants or the Cardinals versus the Patriots. It doesn't have as much. It's a better game. Of course. I don't want to give good games to other countries. What do they Why get good? Not? They're helping they get, a product. What do they get good games for? The spread them. is eight and a half. So it's not a good game, is it? Well, it's a divisional game. It's nobody knew what the spread was going to be when we started the season. You didn't know what it was going to turn into. Cardinals just stink. Right. Mm. Eight and a half is too heavy. Is it? But it sucks because if it was a game at Arizona, I would say forget it. Eight and a half is nuts. It was a game at San Francisco. You might go, well, maybe eight and a half is legitimate. It's a neutral field game. It's at legitimately altitude. painted eight 
Fandle's the only one that's eight and a half. Okay. Well, we tend um, to use Fandle lines here for the time being. Yeah, that Fandle. Might, that, might, that might change tomorrow, but like, literally, <laughs> <laughs> literally, that that, that might change. <laughs> that might change tomorrow. We might not be using Fandle numbers again as of like tomorrow. But yeah, we'll see how this afternoon goes. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I mean. You know, we got people in far away places too that are very interested in what we're doing. So we might be able to use a bunch of different things from a def- bunch of different people. Um, so you like the dog in the game? No, I just, I'm mad the game's in Mexico. Total's 43 and a half. Team total Niners over. Team total Niners over. I hate like, we ain't using this game in a contest. There's no way. I told you. I don't use international games. I don't bet them. I don't use them. They're just wiped out. Very good. All right. That's good. They're, I'm, I'm line, in favor of that. Did you still your, still your, it's a line game. Line through it. No. Not even, not even talking about it. Just slide no. it through. I don't watch it. I don't, I mean, I watch it for kind of. I'll turn it on, but I'm not getting up early or, you know, it's not an early game. It's a Monday night game, but, you know, I'm not, no. I don't like using primetime games much anyway in contests either, so. I tend to stay away from, from that. Okay. I haven't asked the book for you. Oh, great. All right. So this came after our conversation yesterday in which you posed the conversation you had with right with Ralph Michaels about three, not meaning anything. Right. Okay. Threes. You said in college, in college, in college, in, in college football. Okay. Yeah. The question came for NFL football. Yep. Does six matter anymore in the NFL? Did it ever? Well, it did a little bit because the overtime rules, you don't kick the extra point. Yeah. So, so, so there's one scenario in which, six, a year. which yeah. six does matter. The Chargers were six and a half earlier in the year or early in the week, Sunday night at home against the Chiefs. They're now five and a half. It's jumped over six. Do books care about the number six anymore? I don't think books ever did. Never, we never really cared about six. It's three, four, and seven. Three, four, and seven. Three, super strong. Four, interesting. Seven, strong. And then that tricky nine and a half, ten, ten and a half area. That's it. That's the only thing that matters. Those were the only numbers. And especially with the teasers, with the 10 became do you put it over to get the teaser over a field goal? You had to move that. That that's where that came into play. But as far as games falling, it's three, four, seven. They're the only ones. So no, I don't think. I don't think it matters. Really, it never really mattered to us, like me specifically. But I think if you ask my, you know, co odds maker brethren, six isn't even a consideration. Now you got a divisional game that this thing is coming down. I mean. Half the lines are five and a half. Half the lines, wow, it's going back up to six mm-hmm. down uh, down south in the offshore world right now. Are they watching it right now, moving it back to six because P-Roll said five and a half? Are you guys watching it right now? It's unbelievable <laughs> what they're doing down there. I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah, FanDuel is still at six. and oh, No, they're five and a half. Yeah, FanDuel. Anybody at six besides down there? Uh, on U.S. soil, we have DraftKings is at six. Okay. Oh, so Fandle's a five and a half. I see what they're doing. I'm seeing if they get them to move that way. 51. Which way do you think this line moves next? Do you think it goes back up to six majority or down to five? 
I think it goes up to six and a half. I think it closes where it was. Mm, I think it'll close at six and a half. I don't know. Kansas City. What was the what was the result of this game? Wasn't it week one, Thursday night football, Kansas City and the Chargers? I believe it was field goal, right? Backdoor cover by the Chargers. They got a touchdown at the end of the game. I think it was 27-24, right? Uh, their opener was against the Raiders. Second game was against the Chiefs, 27-24, the loss. Thursday yep. night, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because that was the Amazon game that I week two really watched. Um, right, that was the first ever Amazon game was Thursday night. That's why you thought yeah. it was week one of Amazon's games. Right. And week two of the NFL. Yep. Right. And and so I'm Look, I like the Chargers. I mean. Do you? Yeah. Give me as many points as possible. I like the Chargers. Six and win, Can they win a game? Yes. Okay. Well, this makes the division interesting if they win the game. That's for sure. Yeah, I think it the Chargers. Salts it away, though, doesn't it? If they if the Chiefs win, it pretty much salt. Does it salt away to the division? I mean, like, if you like the Chiefs to win the game Sunday, you bet them to win the division. Um, Kansas City currently has a, I guess, it's, sorry, there's eight divisions in football. I said six. Sorry, there's eight. Yeah. Uh, seven and two, five and four. Yes, it's over. Right. Chiefs would go to eight and two, Chargers five and five. Broncos and Raiders will either have seven losses for the Broncos or eight losses for the Raiders. So see ya. It's a wrap. Yeah. So that's it. Yep. It's over. Yeah. I think the Chargers win the game. I think if they don't win it, they lose by three. Mm, okay. Backs against the wall, must win game. LA, their defense is playing better, and Herbert looks healthy ish. Something just cleared up. The screens look great. Our shots look great. I don't know what just happened, but we got the 11.04. Well, froze. And you said a show. And I just (laughs) jinxed it, but it froze. Damn it. Just leave it alone. Just let it roll. Let's go. So let's talk to basketball. The Warriors are 0 8 on the road this year. We asked this question yesterday. Why were the Warriors favored at the Suns yesterday? What is going on with this? They got killed yesterday. Steph scored 50. And they and lost they by lost badly. Not by, close. By double digits. And we're down the whole game. Phoenix good? At home, yeah. In big spots like that? Yes, absolutely. Phoenix the best team in the West. Are they the best team in the West? Are they the best team in the West? No. They're not, not better than the Warriors? Oh, they are right now. Yeah. Are they better than the Clippers? I don't know. I can't answer that. I'm not sure they're better than the Nuggets. Hold on. The Nuggets? Went healthy. Yeah. All right. Well, the Nuggets aren't healthy. The odds right now in the West, Golden State and the Clippers are just two favorites. Mm -hmm. Phoenix is right behind them. Then it's Memphis. I kind of agree with that. Then it's Dallas. What the hell is people, odds makers looking at that? Then it's Denver. Who's good in the West? I think it's Phoenix. It's the best team in the West right now. Maybe. I mean, but they're nine How and five. How are they home dogs? I don't know. That's a, that I don't know. I mean, the, the Warriors, people? the playoffs started today. The Warriors would not be in the postseason. Defending champs would miss the playoffs right now. So <sighs> it's crazy. Wow. Kyrie is not playing tonight. We had said maybe he would. He might play Sunday. Sick. 
shocked. Nets are plus two and a half at Portland tonight after getting mm-hmm. killed by Sacramento. Yep. Portland going to get to 11 and four. Yes. Portland to beat the Nets tonight. Why not? You want the Nets? No, I don't want the Nets. I, t- I learned my lesson last game. Right. They can't stop anybody. Their defenses I, are horrible. Not even trying. <laughs> not even trying. Um, but just be careful, right? Like this is when you buy low, sell high, all that shit. 222 and a half seems like a low total. No, of course it does. Yeah. Why is it so low? Is this the last game of the road trip for the Nets? I believe it is. Yes. They did this big swing through California and all the way up. It's the at last game. Clippers at Lakers at Kings at Trailblazers. And I believe this is because they play at home on Sunday against Memphis. That's the Kyrie game. He's coming back Sunday. Mm-hmm. Oh, at against Memphis at home. <laughs> wow. Do you know why? No. Sunday NFL football. Oh, what time's the game? Uh, that Day game? Set for 4 p.m. No, night game, but it's up against the number one TV show in all of sports. In all, right. of, in all of TV. Right. The number one show. So no one's tuning in nationally to watch Nets Memphis <laughs> on Sunday night up against Chargers Chiefs. <laughs> like it's a perfect game to bury. No one's going to pay attention to that. Clown MB3, a uh, big member of the chat, just came in and said, Blazers minus two and a half tonight seems too easy. Does it seem too easy? Yes, it does seem too easy. That's what I asked because it was it's <sighs> the same number as the game against, uh, against Sacramento. Sacramento. Yes. And they got annihilated and they got killed. Yes. In that game. So what do we do? So the total, it seems low. I mean, odds makers miss too. I mean, this is one of those things. The last game at a West Coast road trip, though. Okay. If they're going to mail in a game, it's tonight. Like, if they get down and then they just pack it in, keep the clock running, bench mob time, the game could be blowout situation and stay under. If they don't do that, I think the game goes over easy. I like Portland and over, but I I like the the over. Split. I like the over. That's I like the over. Kings minus seven. You're wearing the Kings hat at the moment. Kings Spurs going in. Sacramento is hot. Like them again tonight? It's, it's a, too high. Your stop sign number of seven. I know. Spurs, Spurs stink right now. Yeah, the Spurs, this is all coming to fruition with the Spurs. I don't know what they did the first couple of weeks of the season when they were actually like competing and winning games. Everything's kind of woken up. Wow. Um, By the way, Indomitian Sue just signed with the Eagles. It's a good signing for them. It's a really good signing for them. <laughs> it's a really good signing. Smart. That man nasty. In a well, sometimes uncontrollably, but yes. Mm. I'll never forget sitting down having a one-on-one conversation with Ndamukong Su talking about soccer. You talked about soccer with him when he was in college. That's how he got into football. He was a soccer player for years until finally the coaches were like, "Dude, you're too big to play soccer. You can't play soccer." He was better at soccer than he was football. For real? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was told, he was told, hey man, uh-uh, this is not, go play football. That's, wow. why, his, that's why his footwork's so good. That's why, yeah, he's athletic as hell. Yeah. 
So he was at Nebraska, very intelligent, very well-spoken, had a lot to say in college. It was a really fun interview. Wow. At Nebraska. Roger Nader said Murray's out for the Kings. Okay. Um, it's all right. It's Kings or nothing. I don't want nothing to do with the Spurs. What about the total in this game? Spurs, by the way, have lost one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of eight. Yeah, it's bet against Spurs. 237 and a half right now on the FanDuel app. 237 and a half pregame. It's high. That's that's telling you. Good luck. Come bet the yeah. over. Wow. That's really high. Is that the highest total of the season? We have to have somebody of the check. Season? No. There's been two forties? Yeah, I've seen two forty two. Pre-game? Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen I've seen I've seen higher than that. All right, some hockey. Yep. Colorado at Carolina. Hurricanes mm. minus one twenty-eight. We got a little bit of a preview potentially of the Stanley Cup finals in some people's minds. Who are you taking tonight? Wait, I thought I heard you say Colorado and Carolina, and then you said Stanley Cup preview. That did not sound like Boston or the Bruins. I didn't hear that. Oh, you'll hear that in a second, but it's I'm just saying it's the odds makers would tend to lean towards this because if you look at the numbers, the numbers tell you these are the two best options to go ahead and bet right now to win the cup. I don't I mean the concur. Bruins aren't the favorite. Not that I Colorado is still a huge favorite last time. Well, I in the East, let me see. Hold on, let's see. Stanley Cup futures right now. No, right now at Fando, it's Colorado and Carolina. One, Look two. at this. One two. But Boston is eleven to one. Carolina is ten to one. That's essentially equal. But it's not. Wow, the Bruins have dropped. That's good. Um, yeah, this is a good hockey game. Under. I did that um, last time and it burned me. Yeah. I bet I bet Carolina Colorado under went over in Colorado. Yep, different game, Carolina. Fair, totally. Look at the playoffs last year. Six total. It might be four two. I think four two is the top. I think at worst you push with the total. Under. Four one was the first matchup. Avalanche won at home four to one. That's under. I know. I must have bet the over. So what the what are you talking? About? I lost. I know I lost. And when these two teams played, I played a total and I lost. Okay. I, look, I looked at it last night. I was like, nah. nah. Couldn't do it. Under. I don't know about the side, but I like under. Tampa Bay minus one twenty six against Calgary tonight. All these people just jumped in the chat right now. This is great. Chat audience just doubled. I looked down and looked at the number. Welcome to the show. But guys, hit the subscribe button. Hit the like button. Tampa minus 126 against Calgary. Have you seen what this line done today? No, was it now? Minus 115. It crashed. Wow. <laughs> oh. What's even worse is plus 105 minus 126 plus 105 for Calgary. All right. Wow. What in the hell's going on, sir? Some flame money came in. Yeah, must be a must be a somebody is Vasilevsky playing? Uh oh. Ten cent, twelve cent move overnight. That means uh something's up. Let's see. So tonight starting goaltenders, it's Mark Strum against mm-hmm. Vasilevsky. Confirmed. Wow. Okay. So. Market's taking Calgary. You like a side in this? No. Yeah, this is a tough game. 
do not know what to do with this game. Full slate of hockey tonight with some crazy numbers. I don't know what to do with this one. Oh, there it is. That's the good hat. I like that hat. The B with the wheel, I like. I like that one. The Boston Bruins are minus 375 tonight against the Philadelphia Flyers. That's that's ridiculous. Boston I mean, 9-0 at home. They are one win away from setting the franchise record for the most consecutive wins at home and the fastest start in franchise history at home. How can they lose this game? General principle play on the Flyers? It's already been done. It's minus 340 across okay. the board right now. It's minus 340. Yes. 375 this morning. Yeah. Well, minus 340 now. So people are like, yeah, we can't have the Bruins be that big of a favor. Can't do it. It's just insane. I think um, if you need that little extra comfort, you want to take one and a half plus money, you can do that. More on that in a second. Ooh, Hold that okay. thought, counselor. Uh, oh, right. Because the Boston Bruins are not the biggest favorite of the night. <laughs> that's Oh, that's the best part about this segment right now. The Vegas Golden Knights are the biggest favorite on the night. This morning pre-show, they were minus 410 against Arizona. And still are minus 400 in a lot of spots. Minus 430 at win bet right now. Four. You can play. 30. You can play a Philadelphia Flyers plus one and a half. Uh-huh. Arizona Coyotes plus two. Okay. Puck line, they're getting two, not one and a half. They're getting two. That parley is plus 320 at Fandle. What all them goals? Wow. The Coyotes numbers have been off all season. They're so power rated wrong. I mean, just maybe not wrong, but like you can't make them high enough where actually people are betting them yet. Occasionally they win. Um, Vegas just lost two in a row at home to St. Louis, who was on a ridiculously bad losing streak, and then gave up four goals in the third period to the Sharks. They were leading 2-1 and lost 5-2. Now this team is laying $4? (laughs) I mean, ask the book. I'm going to ask you. What the hell is this line? Puck line plus two. Give it to me. Puck line plus two. That's not not a bad play. I don't mind it. I didn't bet it, but I don't mind it. And I don't mind that parlay either. Take both teams on the puck line. I mean, if nothing else, bet them separately. I think you split at worst, right? And then you're profitable. Right. General principle plays. And if you put them in a parlay, I mean, plus 320 for a two-team parlay is pretty good. If you bet both games money line, it's fifty. It's plus fifteen hundred. Two game parlay, fifteen to one. <laughs> Those are fun to bet. They're even more fun to hit. I don't know if Arizona I Philly money line parlay right now. Holy crap! It's fifteen to one. You want to play a little fun game with, with money lines at the moment for those two teams? It's it's a I don't know, man. That's a lot. Four dollars and three and a half is. Ridiculous. For, Would we for, recommend like, it in the Discord chat? Betprep.com slash chat. Would I recommend that? The Would, puck line like parlay, yes. I like the puck line parlay. I don't like the money line parlay. Gorov just came in and said Coyotes plus two and a half minus 140. 
Raiders plus two and a half. Mine's only minus 140. When the total in the game is six and a half, you get a third in a bet. You only have to lay 140. That's probably even a good bet. Wow. Uh, we'll fast on a couple of these topics. Yep. SMU two lane tonight on Friday night or on Thursday night, college football. Any interest from you? Zero. You two, two lanes, not bad. Two lanes playing for something, aren't they? Yeah. Two lanes, not bad. Two lane is, I mean, you know, they're, they're a ranked team. What's the uh, top 25 team playing tonight on ESPN. Did you see their uniforms last game? The green Awful. top with the baby blue. You didn't like it. Awful. Oh. Looked like something like a kid got dressed in the dark. Kid got dressed in the dark. Really? Awful uniforms. I liked it for a one-off. I don't think I like it all the time. I like you know I'm a sucker for the baby blue, but I, I fine. Wear the whole ba- wear the whole kit then. Right. Don't right. wear all, mismatching top and bottom. It looked strange. Didn't like it. Yeah. Tulane's five and one, eight and two overall. Mustangs are six and four, four and two overall. Tulane's coming off a loss to Central Florida, but they had won their previous four. <sighs> Three out of four for SMU beating Central Florida. Sorry, South Florida, excuse me. And they beat Houston in that crazy 77 63 game. Ridiculous. Total 65 in this game. It wasn't Thursday. This was a Saturday, I would say over for over. sure in this game, but I don't right. know. On a Thursday, it gives me a little pause. It's got to be over. You like I think favorite? If, if, you like favorite? Yeah, but three and a half is kind of a, why is it three and a half? But the funny thing is, if the NFL game sucks tonight, this game could be highly entertaining. They on at the same time. Oh, I'll yep. get pot, I'll get pot committed to SMU Tulane early. I'm going to be watching a lot of hockey. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be watching hockey a lot tonight. So It's good hockey slate. It is a good hockey slate. A lot of good game. So Texas whipped up on Gonzaga last night at home. Up by yes. 20 in the second half at one point. What about UT at 14 to 1 to win it all? How Value? fun did that look for Texas? That place good. was rocking. They were doing alley-oops. That kid was hitting threes from, from you know, off campus. I mean, it was... That was fun. I feel like we're seeing the end of Gonzaga more than the beginning. I I feel like as they I mean, go to be at that level is so high. I mean, I, I don't think they're gonna, you're not going to go thirty one and one every year. Well, I give him credit for playing these hard games on the road. I mean, they're going and getting um, tested. Go play anyone anywhere, but they got run out the gym last night. That was. So is that more about Texas or is that more about Gonzaga? Like you want to play Texas more about Texas to one? It more, is to me. Okay. It's more about Texas. Yeah. Okay. National stage, a lot of eyeballs, game of the night, everyone watching. Are you going to take care of business? And they didn't just take care of business. They slammed Gonzaga. They did. So that was like, all right, you go drag a team like that on national TV when everyone's expecting you to win the game, but you do it in that fashion. Yeah. I'm in on Texas. Okay. Let's see what they do. They're going to be they're going to be fun to watch. They're going to be fun to bet on. And Beard's the coach, right? Chris Beard, yep. Who's impressive? I mean, they were egging the crowd on. They were they were that was engaged. That was that was fun. That's college basketball. I loved it. Oh I, yeah, I, I, I loved it. Um, Especially early season college basketball when they're still ranked outside the top ten. 
I mean, for me, the reason why I'm paying attention to Texas is because Creighton plays at Austin coming up. Creighton plays at Austin. When? December 1st. Oh, wow. That's uh, 13 days away. Yeah, so I'm paying attention. I'm wow. watching that Texas game going like, okay, it's the Big East Big 12 crossover. So. I like that. Yeah. On the road. Texas small at, favorite? They're going to be a huge favorite. Texas is going to be a huge favorite? Yeah. Huge meaning what? Eight? Probably at least two, at least two possessions. Cause the Jays, they play, it's crazy. They play Texas tech at home. Then they're at Texas. Then they play home for Nebraska. Then they play here in Vegas. And then, or is that game in, where's the Maui games? That game in Maui? No, it's the big 12, big 12, big. No, that game is in Austin. Yeah. When do they go to Maui next week? Is that that? Oh, that Texas Tech game is Maui, and then they play. Okay, the schedule doesn't have all the other games, so Texas they play the winners because it's a bracket. So they play Texas Tech, and then they play in the Maui. They play three games in Maui, and then they come home after they go to Hawaii. They on their way back to Omaha, they stop in Austin and play te- play Texas. Uh uh-uh. So enjoy, like enjoy that, <laughs> like, and then they play Marquette on the road to start the Big East schedule. Hmm. Like the, the Creighton schedule is, is, is get, about to get really It's going to put them to the test. Yeah. It's going to get really, really difficult because they got big rivalry games coming up. You know, they play UC Riverside. Then they go to Maui. Then they play Texas then Nebraska at home. Then they come to Vegas. Then they play Marquette on the road. Right. So we'll know by the 16th of December, we'll know if the Jays are actually worth paying attention to to the final four. Okay. They could get run out, right? Exposed quick in these games. They're going to be really, really tested in these games coming up. Uh, By the way, Arkansas, the team I was looking at eyeball, they pushed last night against South Dakota State. I wanted to see what Texas did to Gonzaga. I wanted to see what Arkansas was going to do in South Dakota State. I can't bet them yet. I got to wait. I wasn't in love with that. Need more. Need. I want. I want Arkansas win that game by twenty-five plus. I want them to kill them, and they didn't kill them. Defensively, Arkansas is still a work in progress. My guy B Howe's watching the show right now. He just sent me a text. Ken Palm has that game with Creighton and Texas 10. That's right. So expect right. under that for the yeah. for the number. I think if the Jays win the Maui, that number is six. Might be adjusted, depending who they play at Maui. Yeah, fair. Yeah. But they've got you know, they'll have Texas Tech, which will be a tough matchup. And I forget who they play if they win that game in the second round of the Bowie. But they have a chance to play like at least two two really good teams, maybe in all three games. Okay. They'll play three really good teams. So we'll see what they do, see how they play. Jays historically have done well in these neutral site tournaments. Like they should win the one in Vegas. They should win that one here. So it won't. Well, I won't be shocked if they win the match. Did you see how Arkansas? Yeah, there was a late three with two seconds left, killed the cover, pushed to a fifteen. Yeah, no, but I wanted that game not to be in question. I wanted Arkansas to coast and kill them, and they didn't. Well, it's hard at fifteen points. It was probably they were leading the whole game, were they not? Yes. Okay, so what did you? I mean, you wanted to blow up by twenty. I wanted it start to finish, put your foot on the throat and not have it be even a question type of game. And it wasn't like, Oh, 
So I'm like, eh, looking okay. at it a little bit on that. Uh, so I tweeted this this morning. Here we go again with this stupid team total stuff. Now this game is in better to book it. But can you do the math for me? All right, let me write it down. Hold on, let me get my glasses on. Let me get my pen. All right, go ahead, sir. 80.5. 80.5, got it. Plus 60.5. 80.5 plus 60.5 is 140 plus 1 is 141. So then why is the team get the, get the game total 140? Because you use the half points. They're using the FanDuel numbers. These people won't use whole numbers. So they got to use. Why can't you put Riverside at, one, at 59 and a half? You have to get to 140. Why, did it, why is Riverside 60 and a half and not 59 and a half? Why, are, why is the Jays 80 and a half? Why isn't 79 and a half? So sometimes those half point things confuse people. Maybe they're supposed to be 59 and a half. Guys, if you're watching the show, just read the number to 59 and a half. So he stops yelling. It's 80 and a half. The Riverside total is 60 and a half. So it kills your theory about the half number confusing people. They put both team totals at a half. It equals 141. Yeah, maybe they just said 80, 60 is 140. Yeah, that's math. So then make one game. If you want to keep them at 60, if you have to do half numbers, make one at 60 and a half, pull the J's to 79 and a half or it's vice very versa. Confusing. Oh, it's why is that? Why is 80 and a half not confusing, but 79 and a half is I, what I, I don't understand. What, uh, I'm just saying, maybe they're, they're just not good at math. The odds guys okay, get fine. confused. I mean, seriously, people, what are I you hope doing? it moves right now while we're on the show. Then I know you guys are watching it in the room. Fix the total so he stops yelling at us, please. Let, let me see. I'll look at it right now. Let's see. Please. If, if, if I don't want him yelling no more. It's 140 and a half now at FanDuel. See? And the Creighton team total is now 79 and a half and 60 and a half. Can you do that math for me for a second? 79 and 60 is 139 plus a half and a half is 140. And the total is? 140 and a half. <laughs> Can't cut it into quarters. This is so ridiculous. The halves, being a, insistent on using the halves, you can't add it up to the number. It's just so dumb. It just it really is, is so dumb. It's Welcome just the dumb world. Welcome it's to the book world. There's dumb things too. So stupid on so many levels. This is so stupid. Like, dumb. What are, what are we doing? All of it. Dumb, 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 dumb. This it's is stupid. Dumb. Stupid. Anyways, uh, Real fast question for you. Vegas yes. is in the XFL. Will the books b- book it here? Uh, for sure at the start. Yes. For they sure. Didn't like doing the AAF. Nah, didn't love doing like the US. Didn't like doing the USFL. And now they got a home team. Got to do it. If they don't do that, I, I will be really surprised. I, there might be a deal in place like they have to do it. They have to. You have to do it, don't you? Like, I mean, if you want anyone team in the league and be the gambling capital of the world and not have the lines for the games, but they're going to hate to do it, though, right? I mean, this is going to be begrudgingly they're going to do it. No, I don't think so. To start, I think if just bet the unders, is it (laughs) going to come in? We'll see. (laughs) Is it going to be a good product? Do you think, in your opinion? I don't know. I don't mind what they've done. In case you don't know, they've allocated quarterbacks to every team. They've taken two quarterbacks and they're trying to put them in places where they can be successful. 
And then they had a draft yesterday and they have another draft today. Yesterday was like, was linemen today is skill position players. So the, the draft is going on right now to build the roster. So I'm not going to pay attention until after the roster is built, but the Vegas Vipers, when I was in Huntsville, it was the Tennessee Valley Vipers. Our friend okay. Doug Franz was the voice. I did sidelines for the AFL two team, the Tennessee Valley Vipers. So I can't get away from this Viper name. You like it? No, it's lazy. Yeah, I'm not a fan either. You can do Vegas. It has to be. Uh, this is this is my problem with the Golden Knights. It's you have to either reference Nevada or reference Las Vegas in your team name. And the Golden Knights. I totally disagree with that. I don't think you have to do okay. either. I think you do. I think you have to pick a cool name and a fun logo, and it can be anything. So Vipers isn't fun. What the Los Angeles Lakers represents what? The they Minneapolis Minnesota. Lakes. Minnesota. Yeah. Right. Exactly. But they were, I mean, that's different. They were originally, their name is still iconic and has nothing to do with the city of Los Angeles. No, but that's because the team moved there. But originally when they started the team, this is a brand new team. You're picking the, when they started the Minnesota basketball team, it was the Minnesota Lakers. Made sense. Then they moved to Los Angeles. Fine. Utah Jazz. It's like one black person in the whole damn state of Nevada, of of Utah. No Jazz being played in Utah, but there was in New Orleans. New Orleans Jazz. That made sense. They moved to Utah. They kept the name. But initially, it was the New Orleans Jazz. What's New Orleans known for? Jazz. Makes sense. We're not known for Vipers in Las Vegas. Uh, Rattlesnakes. All right. We don't have Vipers here. <laughs> no? There's no Vipers? No, no Vipers here. Uh-uh. I don't get it. I don't even know it, what a Viper is. It's a snake. A venomous snake. Mostly found in, I believe it's found in, like, like jungles. Sonic so. here. Sonic will tell us. Sonic knows everything. So that's not, I just, I just, it was annoying. Like gold is found here, but the silver Knights made way more sense than the gold, than the golden Knights. He didn't like the silver Knights for whatever reason. Cause he was going to get sued for that. Couldn't call them the black Knights got sued for that. So he was like, all right, fine. Call them the golden Knights. That's what we got. Right. The golden Knights. Luckily the WNBA was smart enough to go, ah, aces. Let's make, <laughs> we're going to use it. We're going to use what we have. Makes sense. All right. I still don't think I wish someone would use the blackjacks. Vegas Jacks, I love. Oh, it's so that's lazy to me. It is. Oh, I think it's awesome. I love BJ's. Let's go. Let's go. It's great. I love it. I, Black Definitely never getting off late night. <laughs> Creighton does that. I'm still in the Creighton shirt. The Creighton shirt has that. It's Blue Jays. It's every every kid uses that. Watch when we go to Creighton. Watch how many kids have that shirt. It's phenomenal. Can Great. you get one of those? I need, I might need yeah. one of those. I can talk to you. Oh, who is my guy? Who is my teacher guy in Omaha? Is it the yes. mascot? No. It just says that? I heart BJ's. <laughs> That's what it says. And it says, go Creighton on the back. <laughs> Wife's not going to like that one. <laughs> no, she's phenomenal. She's not, not going to find that one very funny. <laughs> It's great. It's in Creighton blue. It's it's, it's awesome. Like, that's the best. That's the best Creighton shirt there is. Now you can turn it black and gold and do it for the do it for the for the football team. The <laughs> Vegas Blackjacks. It would sell. Hell yeah, it would. It sell. would most definitely sell. <laughs> it's great. And I I, I like the Jacks. I've always called them the Jacks, and it's the Vegas Jacks, and it's I don't know, I like it. You have the Aces, you got the Jacks. <sighs> Can't do gambling references. It's Vegas for goodness sakes. Come on, people. 
Vipers. What is that? The Vegas Vipers. No, not a fan. All right. All right uh, Omaha Steaks, searing hot take of the day. Hey. This sale, the 50% off friends and family sale, ends tomorrow. Last day of it. So half mm. off right now, OmahaSteaks.com. You guys have been killing it. We appreciate everything you're doing it. BVB gets a 30 bucks off at checkout. Minimum order may be required, but you get half off the entire site before they get to the holiday packages, which will start next week, Saturday, Sunday. Next Monday, we'll have a new read for this, but 50% off friends and family sale. BVB checkout code OmahaSteaks.com. Half off, 30 bucks off your offer at checkout with the code BVB. Buy the meat! Ticketmaster's the, the perfect holiday gift. Devil. <laughs> Ticketmaster is the devil. They will not be sponsoring the BVB. I ever. don't want them to. I don't want their dare. I don't want their money. They came. Fuck I, I, even if they came, I would say no. I don't want anywhere Fuck near em. these people. We don't need them. This was crazy. So the CEO of of Live Nation and Ticketmaster goes on CNBC to describe what happens here. Yeah. Can't play the audio in the video of this, but the guy basically blames. Come on, come on. It's not our fault because Taylor Swift hasn't gone on tour for a long time. So it's not our fault. We didn't know how many people were going to sign up. Really? Like these people are literally urinating on our heads and saying it's raining. Right here. Without a hat. Right here. Boom. To reiterate what happened this week on this, to reiterate the whole thing, aside from talking about, I know there's a lot of angry people who are Taylor Swift fans, parents like me who are mad trying to get tickets for their kids. Besides the point. Two things happened that they said were not going to happen that did happen. 100%. The first is a, t- a thing called dynamic pricing. Yeah. Dynamic pricing is Ticketmaster's scheme to sell every ticket Tell twice. Okay. Tell them people. Sell every ticket twice. So you, they have the first sale and then the authorized resell. So there were a hundred dollar fees like we bitch all the time about how expensive it is on the strip when they put these resort fees resort on our fees are bullshit right? yep. hundred dollars a ticket Ticketmaster was was charging per ticket per ticket for a 60,000 seat 70,000 seat venue it's insane so that's one price gouging the second price gouging is the ability to resell tickets right after they go live so the bots buy them and then they go and resell it so you have people who are buying it with all the money, face value, say $200, $300 ticket, bam. Then they resell it, and it goes on for $2,000, $3,000, $10,000 plus fees on top of that that's going on. Ticketmaster claiming that the glitches caused by the overload to the servers is a bunch of nonsense because they knew the number of pre-sale codes being sent out. So they knew the number. So if you send out... 4 million, you know, 4 million people are going to be on your system. Amazon does it fine. Other sites handle it. So to blame it on the fact that this overwhelming crushing demand, we weren't prepared for it is absolutely insanity. Complete bullshit. That's That's it. That's good. Thank you. That's what it is. It's you're just (laughs) Ticketmaster just basically twisting this story, trying to make themselves look right. And look, politicians are I get you if you're saying, well, these are just opportunistic politicians jumping in. I hear you. But if enough people get pissed off and angry about this and they call their congressperson, the Live Nation Ticketmaster merger, we all saw it who follow music and follow ticketing and follow concerts. And we all went, that's going to be bad. Pearl Jam was right. Ticketmaster should have been destroyed years ago, breaking them up. And destroying this monopoly that they have needs to happen because this is really screwed up and people are getting ripped off. And it has a lot to do with a couple things. One, the pandemic, 
They lost a ton of money over three years. Nobody could have got all their business model is concerts and big events. For three years, they had nothing, basically. Kaput. Haven't had a Taylor Shit. concert in five. In five, five years since years. she's been on, been on tour. Five years. So they're freaking out over that, getting that back. And number two, we've got a really tough marketplace for artists right now when it comes to them making money. They only make money on tours. Really it. Right. So they got to put music out and then they got to go on tour. So they have to make their money. Taylor Swift knew about all of this. So if you hear your daughter or your kid saying like Taylor is not involved in this, no, she is. And she is as much to blame as anybody else for all of this. She's a capitalist. I don't have a problem. She's the woman that did a song called Cardigan and then put cardigans for sale on her website. Like, <laughs> okay, this is what this woman does. Because she is a very smart person. She's sponsored by Capital One. She appears in Capital One ads. When you and me were kids, they, she would be called a poser. That was mm. a, that was a sellout. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. That's what, when we were growing up, that was the ulti, the ultimate slam for your artist would be you're a sellout. Okay. This is what grunge fought against. This is what all different avenues oh. with music. It was always, I'm not with the man. I'm not with that. I, I'm on my own deal. I'm on right? my own deal. Yeah. Taylor is a hundred percent with the man, if you will, not the actual physical male, but you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. On the government teat, if you want to call it that, right? Yes, yes, she's yes. all in on this. Yes. So she is to blame as much as anybody else for all of this. She yes. could have prevented all of this, but she's mm -hmm. making millions. That's why she's been silent for three days. And say a damn word. She hasn't. No, not an apology, not an email, text, nothing to her fans about, hey. She hasn't done a social media post or nothing? A social, nothing? I've seen zero from her on this, and fans are pissed because they want to hear from what you said in a, in a variety interview that dynamic pricing was not going to happen when your tickets went on sale. It's exactly what happened. So you lied. <laughs> like, and if you didn't lie, you got lied too. What are you going to do to fix that? Right. So, like th this is a, I mean, from the future, screw this tour now, forget Taylor Swift for the future, for the Bruce Springsteen tours, for when U2 plays here mm. in Vegas for the sphere, when mm. it opens up here next fall, mm -hmm. that ticket's going to be as hard to get as, as Taylor Swift here in Vegas. Everyone's going to want to see U2. They're my favorite band. I've seen U2 a ton of times. I'm a monster U2 fan. So I'm looking ahead going like, man, that U2 ticket sale for the Sphere is going to be stupid. It's going to be the exact same problem. How much money are they are going to get for these tickets? What are they going to do? I talk about this a lot uh, in, in my class with my college kids because it's so interesting to look at it. There's, there used to be penalties for doing certain things that no longer – you don't get penalized anymore for doing no. it. Like when we were in the 90s, if you did this – you would have a problem with your fan base. Like fans would start like breaking your CDs. They'd start burning your shirts. Like they'd be furious with you for taking advantage of them and making this much money off your fan base. And there's no real recourse for this anymore. People don't get angry the same way. They're no. like, oh, it's, ca it's capitalism. Uh, it's, it, you know, it, 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 it's not Taylor's fault. She's being taken advantage of too. No, <laughs> she's right in line. She's the one getting the bag as much as everybody else is. She's the one capitalizing on all of this stuff. So like, it's, it's fascinating to me, but Ticketmaster is just, I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm out. Guess we ain't going. <laughs> no, I'm going. 
No, I, I, I always say this. I yell and scream and then I get right in line like everybody else. And I participate the same way because I can't explain to Madeline. Hey, we're boycotting this because I hate Ticketmaster. Huh? <laughs> like she doesn't know what she doesn't understand that. So I'll be right in like everybody else. I'll be in the sheep line. And I'll be let off to slaughter and, you know, I'll do the same thing. But it is a it's a problem that is not going to get fixed anytime soon. I just don't like the guys going on. What was that? CNBC guys going yeah. on just blatantly lying. Like, yeah, <laughs> just blatantly lying. Say so like it was. Her, oh, on, you know, we didn't know Taylor went. You know, Taylor didn't blame Taylor. She hasn't gone on Taylor tour for five years. Her fans are really crazy. Wait a minute, you're blaming Taylor Swift? Hold on, yeah. dude. Like it's your platform, man. What do you mean? Go talk to Amazon. Go talk to anybody else who runs big platform stuff. You weren't prepared for this. You guys knew. How long did you know in advance that Taylor Swift was going on tour? Six months, eight months, a year. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? It's a full-blown stadium tour in multiple dates in multiple cities over the course of seven months. What do you mean you didn't know what was going to happen? You're cra- you're the one that sent the pre-sale out. Like you sent the codes out. Send send out less codes. Like the whole point of the code was to prevent what happened. You weren't prepared, man. That, that that's on that's on Ticketmaster. That's all. It's all cop out. It's all bullshit. All I've never been a part of the Ticketmaster scam. I've, I just, a lot of times I just go right to box the ticket office, office the box yeah. office and say, how do I get tickets? Or I got guys inside or around that will just get me the tickets and I don't have to deal with all that bullshit. I, I'm not, I don't play their game. I just won't yeah. do it. If I'm, you know, I've taken the kids to some nice concerts here. The Jonas Brothers concerts have been memorable. Um, my advice to the dads out there, by the way, and the moms if you're watching, but my advice to you guys, do not buy anything until February. Okay. Just ignore it. Don't worry about it. It, It's gone because the Christmas holiday markup is what's going on right now. Right. And it will be gone in February and the concerts don't start till March. So like relax in in Boston, it's May, got three shows in some cities, May, June, July. You got a ton of time to find your way into this concert. Don't fall. panic. Don't yeah. Don't fall for, for the FOMO. The, yeah. Don't, don't right now. Do not pay five grand. Don't pay a grand. Like don't you'll be able to get tickets at a relatively reasonable price, depending on where you want to sit for this. It's a stadium tour with 65,000 seats, a concert. You're going to be okay. You're going to find yeah. a way in just, just FYI that. So pump the brakes. You'll be okay. Right. Uh, better to book it time. Or do we need to say goodbye to sports grid? I think we're good. I think we can get the whole show in. Here. Yeah, you're, nope. you're you're good. Let's keep going. Keep going. Okay. Keep going. Better to book it. Titans plus three and a half here tonight up against the Green Bay Packers. I like the hook a lot in this game. I think it's a three point game one way or the other. I could see it. I like it. I think we'll bet it. Green Bay has won their last three games by three, two, and three points. Three, two, and three. They haven't won games by much. When they win, they don't win by much. Okay. I'll, 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 I'll buy. I'll, I'll, I'll buy with you. We'll take the hook. All I'll right. One prop bet that I'm betting tonight in the game. Only one. Derrick Henry has hit this number seven of eight times. Derrick Henry over 114 rushing and receiving yards tonight against the Packers. Combined. Yeah. Um, His rushing number last night was 99 and a half. His receiving number was 14. Okay. That actually, the math adds up. That's 113 and a half. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Uh, 
if you like Tennessee, I think you have to like this over, no? So kind of correlated. I can yeah. see it. That's what I, mean. uh, I, I, I meant by the fist. Yeah. The fist is Derrick Henry. <laughs> Doing it again with the fist. Stop with the fist. Why? <laughs> I don't know. I just I'm uncomfortable with that. I don't know. I, just, I don't like that reference. I'm not sure. <laughs> right. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Creighton and UCF. I prefer the team total. It wasn't available last night, so I had to bet the over in this game. Much like last night when you Wait, said, "What? What is this?" Creighton against yeah. UC Riverside tonight yeah. in college basketball. I gotta look this game up. I didn't even. So last night or two nights ago, Iowa and Seton Hall. I had three points of value for Ken Palm. Bet the over. Game fell 150 right in the middle. Closed 151 and a half. I took 148. CLV, yeah, you know me. (laughs) Fell right in the middle. Tonight, last night, I had 139 pregame. According to Ken Palm, should have been 142. Three points of value. Number now, I think it's 140, right? 140 and a half. So we're up a point and a half. Over 139, Creighton. And UC Riverside tonight in Omaha. Rely on UC Riverside to get us there. But last night I needed seventy-five at a Seton Hall. I got eighty-three points last night out of Iowa. Eighty-three-seven, huh? Eighty-three-sixty-seven. Final got me there. One fifty. Yeah. Um. How many more plays you got after this? One more. Uh, we haven't done a a full sweep. I bet it's for a while, but you're not gonna you're not gonna like the next bet. <laughs> oh, good. Okay, then I'll bet this one with you. All right. <laughs> okay. And finally, I am putting my nine and one record as it cashed again last night with the Senators walking to a four one win on a back to back, taking care of business at home last night. Yes. Only team on a back to back tonight, the St. Louis Blues. Washington Capitals plus one ten on the money line last night to see if we can go to ten and one on the back to back. Fading the team on a back-to-back. Why wouldn't I like this? This is good. Because uh, St. Louis has been hot. Three or four losses for Washington. Three or four wins for St. Louis. Yeah. They're kind of going going in opposite directions. This was after St. Louis set the record, franchise record for losses in a row, though. Correct. They won last night. Easy, too. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I say bet it. Wow, you like all four of these plays. I do. I don't know okay. if that's good or bad, but uh <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a first time in a long time you get four plays and I said bet it on all of them. I'm a fan. We'll see. I, that's, I like that's these pretty plays. good. We'll see what happens tonight. Team total Creighton over 79 and a half. Yes, I like that better than the over for the game. Sebastian Anthony just came in and said, you've become the old angry man that yells at a cloud. Yeah. On this stuff, I would agree. Yeah. On, on, on the tech stuff, I've been going to concerts since I was 15 years old. I've been dealing with Ticketmaster for way too long. Such bullshit. Yeah. I'm done with, I'm I'm just, I'm furious that we, we, I've been dealing with this company. I'm 45 years old. I've been dealing with this company for 30 years and we haven't created a better, a better comp, a competitive marketplace for a monopoly onto how to go to entertainment venues and concerts. And for that matter, all events, the fact we don't have a better version, a better, simpler, cheaper competition where people right. come first is infuriating. 
absolutely infuriating. So sports grid. Thank you so much, guys. We will talk to you tomorrow for a roll call Friday. Always a lot of fun. We may have a certain circa person stopping by tomorrow. Maybe, maybe we'll see what happens tomorrow. Talk to you after uh, at midnight Eastern 9 PM or yeah, 9 PM Pacific time for Friday's BVB live on YouTube and tick and TikTok and Twitter. Stay, stay right here. Uh, Favorite thing about today is what? Oh, it's got to be blowing a hundred on a horse race with a guy telling me to give me a horse tip. It's got to be. It's got to be my favorite thing about that's today, your favorite thing about today. Yeah, because I wasn't going to do it, and as fate would have it, I get there right before. Oh, this is perfect. He checked out. He already heard the story, so he's blacked out. That's awesome. Um, I I like the shot. Leave it the question mark there. Oh, he's back. I did that. <laughs> Well, Click the wrong tab again, did you? I hit myself. I, I killed myself. Sorry. I was closing tabs because show's over and I hit the wrong one. Sorry. That's fine. Um, yes, but the fact that I got there two minutes before post time and I was like, I wasn't going to bet it. I didn't want to bet it. I knew it was going to lose and I didn't look at the odds before. And I looked up at the screen while I was placing the bets. I wouldn't have bet it. But my man with six names down in a faraway place gave me this you know, alert this morning. And said, I'm in. I don't ever do this. And you're my buh. You're my boy. All this blah, 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 blah. So I went and bet it. And now I have one up on him. So when he comes to town, he's buying. Unless he gives me another play. He didn't come in. The, he didn't oh, come in. The chat. Chat and give the play. No, oh, no. So I don't know if I get the play, I'll put it out on the Twitter, but I'm, I'm, I'm guessing I'm not going to get the play. He's probably busy. I didn't realize there were so many games today. Um, the chat wants to know what happened with the chair. All right. Yeah. Um, the good news is that the furniture store living spaces did not discontinue the chair. So I thought breaking one chair would result in us having to get a whole new set. Like that would have been a losing bet. So one chair breaks, the other six that are around the table all have to be replaced and we have to get a whole new set. This is not the case. Um, I got the real story kind of last night, but I didn't. They were all in the same room. I recreated how I found out about the chair. They thought that was very funny. And then I said, I still need to know exactly who knew what when oh god room scattered the whole room scattered i got called a few things and then you know i called you last night after i had dinner by myself (laughs) because i needed some time to myself so it's all good everything's fine today we got one with apparently bronchitis the other one is feeling a little better the other one big consig homered Yesterday went two for three Damn. in her fall ball game. Got a pitch and hit it over the left center field fence, opposite field, crushed the, it, she said. In the cold. Feeling good. Things are happening. I'm stuck 100. I'm still not a fucking horse guy, but I bet the horses. That's the favorite thing about today. A uh, couple of things for me. First, do you know what the low temperature in New England, in Boston, my hometown of Andover, Mass., is going to be on Thanksgiving morning when I get up? <laughs> this is a seven-day forecast. Please, the low? The, what's the low? 
Let's go Tennessee team total. 17? Very close. 16. Bam! I still got it. <laughs> That's cold. 16 degrees. <laughs> Julian Edlow said, wake up, take a hot shower, eat and watch football on the couch. It's a tough day. Wear a flannel. They're cozy. <laughs> Dude, my house, it was built in 1858. For real? Yeah. My house is so drafty. It's the most, it's ferociously, when it gets to be that cold. You got them radiator things for the yep. heat still? Yep. Yeah. That's Full. so, doesn't that dry you up instantaneously? Hundred, it's br- absolutely brutal. The it best sucks thing, the moisture out of your nose, everything. your throat, your eyes even get dry. Thank goodness we have a large fireplace because that's basically where I sit in front of the entire time. I just don't move. Just sit in front of the fireplace. It's just, oh it's my absolutely, God. my family goes through like a cord of wood a month. Like they just burn the fire. It's like Game of Thrones. There's a fire burning constantly. All burn, you, burn, burn, you, burn. Did you ever chop the wood? Oh, yeah. Oh. oh. I'm a pyro. I love fire. I love fire. I love lighting things on fire. I love watching fire. I love being around fire. Like, Love fire. I like dragons. I love dragons. I love fire. Like they're just, it's all, I don't know why. I'm just I'm completely I find, literally find out something new about you. I mean, almost <laughs> yeah. every fucking show. Well, I have a fire. I have a fire pit in the backyard. I, I here. I love fire. Yeah. We got to get one of things. And the wife wants one so, of those solo stoves are phenomenal. They're awesome. Wow. Yeah. Solo stoves are really cool. So I, I have a small one, but the, the big ones are really cool. You know, for where we are in in Vegas, because our colder temperatures are like 45 is like our lows consistently. It's awesome. 45, throw a jacket on, throw a flyer, a couple of logs in the fire. And it's, I love it. Whether you're just hanging out and just, I'll go out there and read and I'll go out there and just listen to music. And it's, it's awesome. The real crazy stuff is if you do the hot tub, you get the hot tub at 104, 105 degrees, go jump into that, then go and have the fire and you dry off by the fire. Best thing about my house <laughs> that is the best thing about my house is I can do that once or twice a month. I do that. Wow. Oh yeah. It's real fun. So that's okay. that. I love fire. So they, I love, I love, so I can't stand freezing cold, but the second, the second thing under my most favorite thing is our guy uh, from bet smart us who's been giving us stuff for crazy in Tennessee. Yeah. It's all, is all excited because we all went full blown Tennessee today. So he's oh. treating, he said, my guy's in the desert on the Boston University of the book going full Tennessee mode today. Me repping Yeehaw Brewing and the Titans, you repping Vol Football. Tennessee, yeah. And he said, see you soon, boys. He must be coming to Vegas at some point. He's coming to Vegas. So. When we get together, meet him. That's Tyler. Tennessee so we'll meet, Tyler. Yeah, we'll meet that's Tyler. So I, pre- so I appreciate that. That, that. That's really fun. We get to, sense, to see. Um I've never been to Yeehaw Brewing. They've sent me so much stuff because a guy listened to the old Daily Juice Can podcast. Can we go? I would love to. My brother's in Knoxville right now driving from Texas to Maine. He's moving. Him, His girlfriend lives in Austin. The he former? His, no, my other brother, Colin. My 27-year-old, my, my, my 30-year-old brother, almost 29. The one that was in San Francisco? No, that's Owen, 26. This is 29. Track of all this shit. Matt, Ben, Colin, Owen, Maggie. That's, my, that's, that's the, our family tree. So he's driving in from Texas to Maine. So he met a girl at a, at a wedding. Oh God. She was there. He met her. They hit it off. So then they started talking to each other, sending texts and blah, 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 blah. And one thing led to another. He went down to Austin. She came up to Maine. 
back and forth. Oh, my brother no. works for Raytheon at his house, works at oh, home. Sucks. He bought a house in Portland, Maine. Oh dear God. And so she's living in, she's living in Austin. She works remote as well. And so they've been dating for a year now. Mm. And so we, they chose which place you're going to live. I said, he was absolutely out of his damn mind to take her to from, she lives, she, I forget where she's from, but to go from Austin to Portland, Maine, I would say, I said, Colin, go Portland, Maine to Austin. Go South, young man. Go South. Way better to leave in Austin than Portland. She doesn't like Austin. She doesn't like Texas. She wants to go to New England. Oh, she's not from Texas then. No. No. But she was in Austin and she's like, I want to leave. I don't want to be here anymore. So he drove his car down, loaded up a U-Haul, threw his car in the back, and the two of them are driving back. And they Together? Together. (laughs) And they're in Oh, he's going to know. By the time he gets home, I say nobody knows shit. Your brother's <laughs> gonna know. A week driving with the girl, days, five days, pulling yeah. the shit behind. Yeah, could run into some weather issues on the way. Yes, yes. They could get <laughs> stopped and have to stay in a hotel for a night or two. Well, they did. I mean, yeah, they drive straight. They're like making. Of course, not, I know, but yeah. like you, may, they may close the roads if they don't. If they get. You oh, know, I've been there. Right yep, I know, the I know that. Hundred percent. So, yep. So that's there we go. <laughs> Gonna have to talk. Who's his brother? Owen? Colin. Colin. Yeah. Listen, Peralt C. We're gonna have to talk. <laughs> brother Colin. <laughs> yeah, have to get I mean, I've done it, so him. I can't I can't, you know, I've done it. I, I you know, I can't. You talk did it yourself. Much. Yeah. No, I did it with girls too. So, you know. And look at you now. Yeah. Happy and single. <laughs> Tell a kid. <laughs> moving a girl from Texas to Maine. Oh, Maine's the problem. That's what I said. I go, Maine's the problem. But she's gone up there a bunch of times to see him. She knows what she's getting into. But I'm just like. It's different when you live there. 100%. Especially in the wintertime. She, she ain't seen Maine. that shit yet, has she? I think she might be from New England. I don't know where she's oh, from. Oh, so, oh. Something tells me she's from Connecticut, but I don't know. <laughs> I think someone once told me. I think she might be. I don't. I, I'll ask. The I'll find out. I'm meeting her. I'm meeting her at Thanksgiving. From Connecticut. Oh, I hope she's not. But I think she might be. I'm hopefully from Rhode Island. Like, just don't don't be from Connecticut because I would be like, oh gosh, that's not good. But the yeah, it's. It, I'm meeting her at Thanksgiving, so I'll, I'll have a chance to kind of vet her a little bit. She's so. coming over. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's all I will now because I, I never come home. So me coming home is like everybody flocks. Oh, and like, you're the magnet. Yeah, so everybody wants it. So oh, now, boy. The, now in particular because of what just happened for the last year, no one has oh. seen me. My brothers and sisters haven't seen me since before and after the divorce. Oh. I haven't seen it. So everybody's like, this Thanksgiving is a next week's a really big deal. So it's going to be a lot of fun. And like my family, because my family now gets to say whatever they want. You know, they've had to hold their tongue for a long time. Now they can say, <laughs> and then, like all the all the it gets real real coming <laughs> at Thanksgiving dinner. We, we should do a show. That would be good. <laughs> Let's, let's I'll be Thanksgiving with the Peralts. Oh gosh, yes. With the just the have Peralts. them on each. How are you? How do you think? How's the kid look here? How's, how's your brother look? They can talk about you. Oh, oh boy, that's my, funny. My say Bradford OnlyFans, right? Ooh. My my stepdad and I, uh, we haven't always seen eye to eye in a lot of things, but the behavior of my ex online and things has him like totally fired up. Like he's so pissed off. <laughs> He's so mad. He's 
never seen him be that mad, but he's just like, he's really like not happy at all. He's like, mother, I was like, okay. I was like, you're as angry as, okay, good. <laughs> like he's like, wants to, wants to, he's fisting, he wants to fight. Stop talking. Why? <laughs> oh, this is not me talking. Wait till I can talk. Then I'll really talk. <laughs> Do it. Do it. Wait, wait, wait till I really Shoot. can talk. Stop. I can't get in trouble. I can't get in trouble legally anymore. Not really yet. I can do whatever I want. I can set the fuck up. Whatever I want. Shut up. Beautiful, beautiful thing. I'm free. It's phenomenal. We are back tomorrow, boys and girls, for a roll call Friday. Big day. Big, big, big day. We could have another announcement too tomorrow. So you might want to tune in for that, which can be kind of cool. So we'll Maybe. see where that goes. Hopefully. He is Dave. I am Matt. Subscribe, like, do all the fun stuff. We'll talk to you tomorrow for a roll call Friday.